guys. You're listening to The Perfect 10 Podcast. I'm Lana Turner, and sitting with me is my partner in crime, Miss Nikki Wants. Hello, everybody. And Aaron is on the board, as always. Hey, guys. And I have a very special friend who's joining us today, Mr. Kimbrough. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing very well. I had so much fun the other night. You, uh, you like, have this amazing world of stuff going on, right? Yeah. Can- you know, my own, my own little enterprise, my little comedy thing. Um, Nikki, he's got like a whole setup in his house where he does um, like his own podcast and his, but it's video podcasting and he's got cameras, he's got everything. He's like a one man production team. And that's by default. You know, I started out with 10 and then as people got work or tours or, you know, had to take care of kids and this at home, you know, it started, it kind of peeled back to like nine, eight, seven. And I had to fill those spots myself and Finally, I just was like, you know, I need to be able to do this if no one can show up. And that's what you were witnessed. <laughs> that what you witnessed. You witnessed well, the final, uh, you know, like addition of, you know, Pod Brother Nation. It all hones down to like hosting, producing. Being know, able to do it all yourself. Do it all yourself, yeah. And when I, when I showed up at your place to do it, like I was looking at you as you were getting all the cameras positioned and getting everything ready. And I felt like, you know, the guy that has the band where he has got the, the kick stuff thing and he's stepping <laughs> on and he's making the cymbals and while well, he's the knees. beating a drum and he's got like something under his armpit. He's got the harmonica yeah. bracket on his yeah. mouth. <laughs> The guitar. And you're like a whole one man band, but you get you got it done. I was just like, well, I mean, when it comes to me and technology, I'm just like, ah, fuck it. Like I just I don't even know. Like if I if it's not like one button that I turn on and off, I'm just like I can't do it. Well, you can add me to your list of man technology. Yeah, you, you can know? help me with technology. Yeah, oh, I'm, you should have told I'm me that. I'm your hook your cable to your VCR guy. Really? Because yeah. I can. I I literally one time. I'm, this is so bad. One time I was like, I don't know what happened. I think my remote control is broken, and somebody had to come up and change a battery. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> it was so. It was such a girl moment. I was like, oh, this is bad. I'm a little better now. I've, I'm I'm starting, but I can't program a remote. I can't like. My printer is broken in the house right now. I need to make a print, and I have to, like, that's it. I have to print something out. I can't. Like, my, my Wi-Fi doesn't talk to my printer currently, and I don't know how to get them talking again. You know, so now you know how we feel trying to develop a relationship with the girlfriend. She's, <laughs> she, she's the VCR we can't we can't. Uh, you can't program. put your, uh, <laughs> you have the wrong thing to insert. We had the wrong cable. We have the wrong coupler. Uh, VCRs no longer fit into that DVD you know, player. <laughs> we're, we're, we're looking for the spot, and we realize the battery's dead. I mean, uh, you know. The instruction manual's in a different language. <laughs> Nikki, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, and that's when I miss having a boyfriend. It's I mean, well, the sex stuff, but like. Oh my god, my TV doesn't work. Or, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, fuck. Where's I need a dude in my life? And it's not because I'm like, oh, I want companionship. I'm like, I want someone to fix shit. Yeah, and see, I'm the flip side of that. I'm like, cool. I got this cool like space age technology studio, and it'd be nice to have like some nice round booty. Oh, it'd be really nice. Okay. I miss that. Not Wait, having so- a girlfriend is kind of like, look at me, I'm Podmaster. Sure would be nice to have some booty some right booty. now. So wait, let me let me get this straight. So like for me this morning, even I, I take out the trash, and I just I, I that's such a, a non girl. I just don't like taking trash out. But it's funny because my son at six likes to take the trash. Like he doesn't mind. So he walked with me and through the trash in the bin. Like he's really excited to do it. And I feel like that's sort of like a natural guy. I don't know. I was just like he's done this with me before, and I'm so happy because eventually he'll just do that on his own. But um. But what is like the thing that if you don't, is it just the booty that you miss when you don't have the girl around? Or no, is there a, like, no, there's a lot of other. I mean, like, obviously the company, you know, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some there's some feminine touches 
you know, uh, and not physical touches, but touches around your place and around, you know, there's like maybe a meal or two or like, you know, your upside down pineapple cake was like oh, something that Nikki. I would never, ever make in a million years. But like to have like somebody who a loves woman you that, make a cake. Well, you know, they make it for, from love and then they give it to you. And it just like, you know, sparks a little like, hey, you know, this is a cool little you know, like feminine moment in Aww. my life that you just go. Oh, that's nice. Cool. I know. I like that's what I miss too about. You know, I used to I cook, so it's like now I'm. Yeah, like, you have somebody to cook for. Yeah, yeah. that's a, another thing I miss. But it's like, because I made um. Barbecue crock pot barbecue, and it's bomb. And I was like, oh well, I guess I'll have food for the next. <laughs> you know, but it's still it's it's fine. But you know. but I like to cook too. You know, that's a little bit of an aphrodisiac if to be able to cook for a woman, right? You know, right. and I I really like to cook. I I really love the subconscious snapshots she gets on her face when something really tastes good or something. Well, when I'm, when somebody cooks for you, it's it's a sweet thing to do. Like, and especially if they're a good chef, you're like, mm, this is really good. Right. Have do you me- ever get? Have you ever been with somebody that when they started out, like you're like, this is the most amazing thing they've ever made. Like they they cooked you the best barbecue or whatever, and then by the end of the relationship, you're like, if I have to eat that barbecue again, I'm gonna die. <laughs> you know, I had I had something. I was with this woman, and she was amazing. And you know, she got up the next day and made me this surprise omelet because I'm an omelet guy. Like you can win me over with an omelet, and. She could not recreate it again. And it almost became like an issue because, you know, she was half hungover. She looked in the fridge to, you know, she just grabbed stuff. You're like, I want that omelet again. She she didn't remember. She had like, you know, there's some artichoke and some avocado and some cheese and some some goat cheese and some asparagus and, you know, some leftovers. Like she just grabbed stuff. Right. And I was just like, oh, my God. (laughs) This is like... It actually made me horny. I'm like, this went, back in the, went back into the bed, had some post-breakfast omelet booty. It was, it was, it was incredible. It was amazing. And and I was like, can you make that again? It's like, well, I don't, I don't even know what what I oh, put no. in it because it was the last of the thing, you know, a little Tupperware right. thing, the last of the asparagus. And you know, she couldn't remember how she made the asparagus with the thing. And I don't know, I got that from like. Boston chicken or something, and I don't know. I just threw stuff together and made you an omelet. Oh, that, oh that's that's tough. So she's like, oh. Trying the whole relationship was based on oh, trying to recreate that, that omelet. <laughs> My ex would make um, egg sandwiches every morning. I mean, he literally had the same thing every day with like the, this egg mm. sandwich. And in the beginning, I was like, mm, oh my gosh, I want the sandwich. And then after a while, I was like, can you make me something else? Yeah. Like, do I have to have the sandwich every morning? It's, I think sometimes you fall in love with somebody, and then the things that you love about them initially are the things that you're just like, oh, I can't stand that anymore. A it's girl, weird that way, right? A girl I was friends with in college, her boyfriend was a chef. And so she'd be like, come over to my house for dinner, and her boyfriend would cook and it would like incredible like it was just like these fingerling mashed potatoes it was just like these steaks and then she's like come over to my house for dinner i'm like hell yeah and it was her and it was like pork chops which i hate and it was like mushrooms which i hate and it was just like everything it was like I, and i was like oh i wish she had a dog <laughs> you could slide you know, it was the dog. so bad her cooking was atrocious so then then afterwards i was like 
she would ask me for dinner. I'm like, who's cooking? <laughs> you know? And she's like, well, it's me, and I'm going to make bubbly pizzas. I was like, oh, oops. <laughs> I feel good. I can't That's funny. Over. Well, have you ever been in a relationship where they're a super terrible cook like you're talking about, and then you're not with them anymore, and you kind of miss that bad food? Oh. You know, I had, no. I had, like no. a, I had, a, I had a relationship where it's like she could not do fried chicken at oh. all. Oh. Well. And it's hard to that's make fried art. chicken. That, 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 I can't make fried chicken. I but, tried to make fried chicken, a, and I actually wasn't cooked enough in the middle. And then I was trying to feed it to people, and they were like, like you know, from 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 my relationship, like the way that I eat is so different. So like, it's I can eat rich food only so often. I and I don't eat fast food, and I just the way I eat really healthy and clean. And he hated it. Like I would always make the sweet I was so sweet I'd make like little plates with you know healthy I'd slice up apples and put little nuts and cheese on them you know and just try and like encourage healthy eating and it was just it was never received well no maybe maybe at certain periods of time it was it was appreciated but sir I think it was not um not good. <laughs> was it just yeah. taken for granted? Like you just felt like that at the at a point you just got taken for granted? No, I just think it just was. It just the 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 kindness in the notion was probably perceived as a manipulative cunt trying to change me. <laughs> is what I think the message is now in hindsight. You know, so <laughs> so you win my heart through my stomach and also try to change me through my stomach. Well, it's like that's not cool. You know, I I don't want that. I want something else. So you don't always make healthy. I mean, you know, I'm super hot. Like I'm I'm annoyingly healthy. Though I I I, I will admit I, I I can be annoyingly healthy. Like I bake when I bake, I'll like put like you know like veggies in my baking and shit like it's annoying so well no but i think it's just i mean now because losing weight and stuff i (laughs) and i love to eat so now i'm like half of my day is spent on like pinterest and like hungry girl looking for alternatives i'm like how can i make a a monte crisco that's low fat i'm like oh i found this recipe so now it's like i'm building these recipes with Mm. i can help you with that such a I'm so good at that. Like, you know, I mean, like, look, you really want mashed potatoes? You can mix in cauliflower. Like, you can yeah, do make things cauliflower to, mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah, and you can do things to kind of like ease your way into it, and you know. But, um, but yeah, I, it's interesting. I we had a really crazy time yesterday, huh, Nikki? You looked so beautiful, oh, my thanks. love. She thanks. showed up all swanky. We shot a. I well, you I said shot, you wanted to look like I was going out, and you did. You looked stunning. It's <laughs> so, like we, we um, I shot a another. I have. This is my third music video so far that I've done out of, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna try and get 10 videos done. I wanna be in one of them. You know what, well, the next few ones I'm gonna actually be doing with my buddy in Florida, but mm-hmm. if I can figure out one, yeah, I would have you in yeah, there in a heartbeat. Well, how, however you wanna use me. I just I just got asked to do a, like a, a nude scene in a short comedy film. Really? It was funny, it was fun. Mm. You know, um, yeah, that I'm, I'm all taken aback by this. What, it's a comedy nude scene? It's is a it full frontal? Scene, it's a, well, it's no frontal. No it's frontal. Like, so you're showing your ass? I'm showing my whole body, but I got like a champagne bottle covering the package. <laughs> no, <laughs> you, it, is it going to be one of those big pops. oversized bottles? Yeah, it's an oversized like a bottle, huge and the bottle cork pops, and there's a champagne going everywhere. It's pretty funny. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and we had fun that. shooting it. It was it was a lot. You, of oh, you already shot it. We already shot it. Yeah. Oh. It, it was for the uh, uh, the collaborative film challenge, and uh, you know, every you get a bunch of filmmakers together and they they collaborate on as many films as they possibly can. And, and one of the the producers asked me if I would be you know on her film, 
And I said, yeah, sure, I want to be as, on as many films as I can. She's That's like, awesome. you mind doing a nude scene? I go, I don't mind. Right. Who cares? Who cares? You make the world a better place when you just don't worry about stuff like that. Yeah. Some people are just like, uh, I can't do this. And oh my God, I can't even take my shirt off. You know, it, it well, was amazing how. Well, it was amazing how relaxed after the first initial, you know, like the anticipation that we're going to be doing a nude scene reel. You could feel people were like, kind of like, ooh, this, how's this going to be? But then once. The main actress took her clothes off. I took my clothes off, and the other extras kind of took their clothes. And then we were just oh, kind of so walking around. Was, like was... everybody in the scene was like either partially nude or totally nude, but but hidden, you know, okay. parts in. And then it was like everybody else felt super, super relaxed. That you know, it, it wasn't anything that was any tension or any weirdness or whatever. And because the scene was funny, the comedy diffused any kind of like you know, like you know any uncomfortable vibe that was happening with naked people walking around a set. I've never had a problem being like doing anything as long as there's a, a comedic value in it. You know what I mean? I don't, that's, that's me. That's yeah, all I am. I am yeah. the same way. I think, yeah, yeah hilarious. Like, and uh, talking about shirts off. <laughs> oh my God. So Kimberly, we had the hottest model show up yesterday. His name's Pearson. Uh, he, is so cute. How cute is he? He was really cute. He was really cute. Was nice. I got to like, I got to touch him all day. I was just like, he was my little <laughs> boy toy for the day, and I was just like, oh my god. I mean, he was. I I put I posted a couple pictures on uh, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, and like, because I was just like, look at this guy. And you know what's so funny is there's haters, male haters, dudes hating on dudes out there. I oh, yeah. never realized oh, yeah. how much I felt so bad. I mean, he's a young guy and he's beautiful. He should be able to take his shirt off. And I, and you know, I mean, but I was like, oh my gosh, because there's so much woman on woman hate. I, it was, I guess oh, yeah. women, that's what we think about more because we're women. Well, I mean. But not seeing guys. And I don't, I guess we don't, don't see it. Do you know what I mean? Like guys hating on guys. Guys hating on guys. There's a lot of guys hating guys out there. Oh, you know? I mean, I had somebody tweet um, something about him having douchebag tattoos, and I was like, really? Yeah, like, <laughs> and first of all, his tats were pretty. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's just say the canvas was perfect for for tattoos. Okay, so like he could have he could have had an ugly tat on there, and it would not have mattered because. It, but he didn't. He had he was he was tastefully tatted. But I mean, I was like, that's kind of an oxymoron. Tastefully tatted. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, <laughs> they looked good. It, he didn't careful. have like careful. <laughs> like careful there, careful. He just, <laughs> honestly, <That's> <laughs> he could do anything to his. Like he looked so good. I'm just saying. Okay, and what am I gushing? Anyways, I know you. Sounds just, like sounds like really... you. I mean, your your nipples are getting hard just talking about he it. He was beautiful. I mean, he's way too young. I'm I, unlike other people that I know. I'm gonna try and be tasteful in my selection and not date somebody who I could be. I think he was too mother. old for you. Yeah, oh yeah. But, <laughs> but you know what? I think you should. I should. I think you should date. You know, within your uh, spectrum. What is and it? That, that's uh, you know, old young. Ethnic, right? Tough, oh yeah. Skinny, muscular. I oh. think. I think you know, like your Dayton wedge is pretty wide because you're 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 pretty hot. And well, oh, thank so you. So I, you know, like a young guy would be like, oh man, you know, she's hot. And an older guy would be like, hey, you know. So I, I don't think you should uh, narrow my. You know, you you might want to if you're looking for a significant other to like ride oh, into the okay. sunset. Then yes, you can narrow. Your wedge, Kimbro. So you're saying there's a world of cock out there, and for me not to like 
not to yeah. shy not away, to, not to shy away from, not to not to put any any parameters on 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 the dick that's available potentially that's, to me. Yeah, that that's is what correct. I, I, that's I, I agree with you, bro. There, but sure. that also helps you select the right. It depends well, your end game, what you want. Like, if you want to just fool around and have fun, no, then... No, no, no. You ha- it's not the I end... Don't, there's no end game. There is no end game. Basically... <laughs> there, basic- as I've learned. I, you know what? I had yeah, plans. That's true. I, oh, I had so plans that, that I never thought would waver. So, like, this whole concept blows my mind. Like, I never thought I'd be in this like area but I, I want you to keep talking because i like the way this sounds this is cool so he's suggesting that, that yeah what i'm suggesting not to narrow my i <laughs> you know because when, when i had you on my podcast i got the impression that your dating experience was limited before extremely limited and yes and now you're you're entering in kind of like the the prime time of like you know womanhood and, you know, I think so, and right? This now, is the time that you really like your senses mm. and your consciousness is awakened and aware. And if you're going to have a window in your life when you are going to uh, take the opportunity to explore, it needs to be in your 30s as a woman, it needs to be in your 20s as a guy. I mean, this is my opinion. I'm, I'm no expert, but I'm just saying, you know, in my life experience, the experimental in. Uh, you know, variety uh-huh. of men and packages and men and packages <laughs> for women, I think should be in your 30s because that's when you really kind of like, you know, you you totally dialed in with what you want as a woman. And because of that, that wedge should be wide. Oh, I love how you opened his hands out. Yeah, like, I opened his hands like wide. <laughs> like that a, wedge should like be wide. Wide, really wide. Just you know? spread it out. Just <laughs> and it's and it's and it's just. I'm just saying. And I'm, I'm, but I'm also talking from experience, you know, because when I got, you know, it's it's when I was in college, I had a, a very you know intense dating experience, but it was just. With kind of like college co-eds. <laughs> I just wanted like so how that, you're doing your hands. Yeah, so, so that wedge was pretty kind of small. You know, it was kind of like, you know, freshman to senior. Uh-huh. And that was it. And then, you know, got married, got divorced. My comedy kicked off. I started working like on the road and doing cruise ships. And I, I worked on this cruise ship. And I discovered that my dating wedge was from like college co-eds to like MILFs and even GILFs. And it was Gilfs, like, that's grandmothers? Grandmothers, yeah. There's some hot grandmas I, out I'm, there. I'm sure, yeah. I mean... And, you know, it's kind of like... Look, I don't think... You know, here's the thing. Like, I think as w- women get older, it can get drier, but it's still a hole, right? It works, right? You just loop it up and go. <laughs> for some women, yes. Is that too gross? No, <laughs> but... It, that, it doesn't but, stop working, but right? But from my experience, there have been some older women who have been very juicy, and it's just like, wait a minute, I thought you're supposed to be like, you know, dry as the Sahara Desert, but this really? is... Really? This is it like keeps working. This is like we need some extra tiles. How old are we talking here? Uh, we're talking like 55, 60, All right, 61, so... 62. I think the oldest woman I mean, I've ever been Christy with Brinkley. was like 60. Jeez, she's gorgeous. Yeah. 65, I think, was the oldest woman. And she was juicy. And look oh. at Bernadette Peters. I'm like, she's probably a vampire. She's like 64. Hmm. But I've been she with. She looks t- like she's about 40. You know, exactly. but I but I've also been with you know twenty year olds. You know, dry as a box of baking soda. So I mean, you know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I hope All no right. one ever says that about me. Fuck. So everyone, <laughs> everyone, uh, call wrong. your grandmother. 
today. She is a juicy booty. Hey, Grandma, did you get the flowers? Yeah, I got a question. Is your vagina wet? Is your cooter juicy? You got a juicy cooter. Think about your grandma today. You don't actually have to call and ask her if she's got a wet vagina. Just think of your grandma. That's all I'm saying. You know, you don't think of your grandma every day. Just think of her today and go, I'm thinking of grandma. Well, look at Sam Taylor Johnson, who directed Fifty Shades of Grey, and she's 44, Mm -hmm. 45. And she has two kids, and she married that one, that her husband is twenty four or twenty three years old. Yeah, and he's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so who knows? You never know. So what I'm so saying funny. to you, so Lana, is, 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 the, is keep your mind open. There's a big wide world. You have of a, you out have there, a window. You have a window. Uh huh. And you know, and that's it's closing. My my and window's closing. Your window's closing for uh, you know, uh, going out there to date like the variety of guys. I'm not saying it's closing fast. It, oh, it closing wait. Like oh, no. 20, I thought you were years. saying just the opposite. I thought you were saying it was a wide open window and now it you're is telling wide me it's closing. No, I'm saying <gasps> your dating wedge is wide Oh, and you should go for it. But I'm saying, the, you know, you don't want to be dating like, you know, 20 guys for forever. 20 guys or 20 year old guys? No, 20, 20 guys. At once? From 20 to 60. Oh, you're suggesting I should have like a, a roster of 20, just like a rotating door? What, no, what of, I'm saying is you just, you should be just open, enough, you should be open to experience as many uh, variations as you can. Right. I know, I, I'm here. Is, there's is a lot of different kinds yeah. of cocks and things I should yeah. be going. Okay. And, and what I'm saying, and what I'm saying is, so is funny. You, you, pick, you pick the window. I, you I, pick the window uh-huh. when you can, like, you know, explore that, but it's you know at some point you're going to close it. As well, as close the window. I don't down think to, you mean narrow it down to just one again. Yes, you're going to narrow it down. Yeah, you know, I didn't do a whole lot of narrowing early on. Like I, I mean, I met my husband young, and I was pretty inexperienced. So I actually, if I'd have had a wider broad like range, like what you're saying, the uh, that I might have made different decisions earlier on. Maybe who knows? Although I think I mean I can't regret those because it's been an awesome life. But like. Having that wide experience, so you're saying, is is a good. I don't disagree with you. Yeah, I'm. I mean, you know, I, I mean, just don't know how to do that. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> not like terrifying. you have to know how to do it. You just need to know in your mind that you're open to it. Mm. So, you know, it's like whether you exercise the option or not is irrelevant. The fact mm. that you're open to the possibility that you're opening up your wedge <laughs> of. Well, of diversity, okay. diverse I, penis. Well, Nikki's been an open wedge for a while. I've been an open wedge pretty much my whole life <laughs> since I started. How open is your wedge, Nikki? Is it's it? well, it's I've closed up the candy shop, but you know, it, it's open for the right guy. I guess you know, the velvet ropes are have been closed, but I mean, I definitely had a, a slutty phase. I think I think it builds character. You know, you know? there it, it you 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 don't realize what experiences can do for you until you are actually in them oh, and no. it doesn't it, it, necessarily it's mean that it's you're great like slutty. anything no i i don't think i think that whole concept is over anyways like i mean i don't i don't buy into it it's it, i mean i'm saying slutty but i'm, I'm just i mean yeah. i'm talking about myself and it's like <laughs> right i'm not calling anybody whatever you do with your life is your business right that's mine. how i think it's your vagina do with it as you please but, you know but definitely experiences that I've had that were one night stands were very lovely and pleasant. And it was like an experience. It was a situation. It was a time. And it was new. 
Yeah. No, I've never done that. I've never had just a one night stand. Just it never happened. Well, so I I should I guess know, I don't remember dudes' here's, names I've slept here's with. The, here's yeah, the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. I really don't. I think that's more I, common though sad. than where I. I think that's it's not that the, sad. the norm. I think you're more normal than I am, Nikki. Actually, well, I, I, I'm abnormal in this in this. And I here, think someone. Here, but here's the thing. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out on this one. I'm gonna give you a choice. Would you rather have a one night stand, and from that one night stand, you like totally had an experience that opened you up so much that yes. made you <laughs> fall in love with that person like unconditionally uh-huh. or <clears throat> being like, you know, a 20 year relationship with someone who doesn't love you at all. Right. Which would you rather have? I'd rather have neither. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather. I would rather no, have neither. There's, there's no neither. There's like if that was no, your choice. No, because if I could fall in love with somebody unconditionally and, and after for a one just night, one stand, night, and then never see them again, and never see them again, I don't that's think I could painful. handle that. Yeah. That's very painful. I'm with you on that. Yeah, no, 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 no dice. Yeah, and I wouldn't want to be with someone for 20 years that didn't love me either. I'd rather just be alone and yeah, and but it's cats. it's the lesser of the two <laughs> <No>. evils. What, <laughs> At least no. they have a reason. They have no, no. choice. They can't yeah. get away from because okay, either way you end thing. up with your cats. But but, but, you, but here's my point. I'm here's done. my point. Here's I'm my thinking, point. Here's my point. No. Okay, Lana says she's never been in a one night stand. No, no, I haven't done okay. that. Okay, um, but a lot of women will choose to get into a relationship that's oh. not you know maybe the best. Right. Because they don't so want to be alone. It's like, but you know, it's it's like you you're willing to. Take a gamble on this scenario, but you're not willing to take a gamble on this scenario, and both are probably not what you would choose in the long run. So all I'm saying is, if you're going to have options to choose things that you don't like, and there's there's only things on the table that you don't like, you know. I don't know. No, I don't know because I think, but I think it's what you can handle emotionally. Yeah. As and I think women Fair or enough. men and everybody lie to themselves. They're like, oh, That's, I can handle the one night stand, or yeah, I can yeah. handle this. I can, I can. And then after it happens, they're like, yeah, if you're, you know, they're the therapist couch. And they're like, I don't know who I am anymore. Yeah. Fuck, oh, okay, you know? let me change the like, variable. Well, me... No, no, hold on. If you're emotionally like attached to somebody after one night and that's like you're gonna pine about that for a long long time you, then you shouldn't then have a one night have stand. Had a, and then you should have had that night just alone with your cat and your vibrator. or then you learn but then you can learn from that lesson and be like okay i thought this is something i could handle and this is not going to work yeah. for me okay so let's change the variable knowing who you what are. if you go into it with a one night stand and then you decide you know what? No, I'm not going to do that. I want to see this person again, see where it goes. And that then happens I all the time. Oh, well, then that's different. That's different. That's awesome. But it starts from a one night stand. So yeah. if you can't, okay. if you if you cancel, oh, out not so doing you're a saying I need to open my mind. I'm not unopened to the idea. I just I'm not there yet. I guess I'll get there. I'm getting there little by little. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, just, I'm not trying to push you out. Somebody. To do a one night stand. <laughs> yeah. What are you saying? All right. <laughs> I think me There's and Lana a- are just in such stuff. It's so funny that we come together in so many ways, but we're so in like relationships and dating and, and sex were like completely opposite which is we're really so polar cool. opposite it's, I mean it's great for me to have someone like Nikki in my life because she is like that I think it's good it helps me you know and I've just been you know here's the thing I had sort of this idea of how my life was gonna go and of course life doesn't ever go the way you think it's gonna go and so now I'm like reprogramming that map and it's going really well, and it's exciting, and that's how I ended up yesterday holding on to this hard-bodied young 24-year-old for Good a video for that I shot. Yeah. And I was just, like, in awe of how his his body, I mean, he's, like, I mean, I'm in really good shape right now. I think I'm in I'm in the shape I was in before I got married, pretty much, after having two kids. Like, I fit right back into my wedding dress, and I'm really proud, and, and like, and he was 
muscly and I'm muscly and it just I was like, damn, dude, this is really fun. It fits. That's nice. It, I told you I was yeah. like, you need. I I told you, and I think we've even talked about this in the podcast that you need a 24 year old <laughs> with like an eight pack and like a 10 inch dick and just to like tell you what to show you what oh my god okay this and podcast has you, really gone you're like yeah, so you, blushy and I love it's so funny she some but slammed against the wall sex by a six pack yes and I think I just like ra- whatever but you know I just well you know you I mean going back to your statement before about you know kind of what you have preconceived notions of of what you want in a relationship oh not what I to... want in a relationship it was more about what I had where I thought my life was going and how I thought I mean I always wanted that six pack I just wanted with somebody that I was with like I wanted it to be I, that was my ideal like is to have the person that I loved be in shape and be healthy and be happy and you know in 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 the body and in the mind and everything and that that's not what happened so I'm kind of like have to figure that out because you know I'm I'm I was very connected to the 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 what was going on inside the soul. Well, at least a number of years ago, as opposed to the physical thing, which that's really important now. And obviously, after yesterday, I was like, "That's really important now." But Kimbro, you've had a lot of. You were saying you had. I want to change the subject now because I'm just like it's getting too heavy for me. Did you? Uh, you were saying when we talked the other night, we talk about slamming up against a wall. You have had all <laughs> kinds of amazing stories yeah you're like you've been around a lot. Been like around. when you give me advice I, I take it because you're right like there's a there is a world full of opportunities and options and I know you know this because you have tapped into that world yes I have um, I've done air shows for like hundreds of thousands of people air I've, shows air shows yeah I, I, I got hired by the Coors Light microjet team to be the Coors Light stand-up comedy for their show and do the comedic announcing for their aerobatic routine. Oh, neat. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm on the microphone in front of hundreds of thousands of people on the tarmac at some airport, you know. And uh, and I worked cruise ships. And to be honest with you, like all those experiences collectively being exposed to those different types of personalities, women, because that was my experience. I, I wasn't a big party guy. I wasn't into like drugs or smoking pot or drinking and getting drunk, but I did like the ladies. That was kind of like my vice, you know. And do you have like do you have a number? Like how if you had to guess how many women you've been with in your life? Is there uh, I don't know. I probably I don't know. I probably hugged thousands, hmm. kissed hundreds. Probably I don't know, first base with maybe just cut to the chase. <laughs> Carnal knowledge. Yeah, I, uh, I would probably say it's. Um, I would say it's under seventy. That's not a, like outrageous. Under seventy, I, yeah, no. I would say. It's, uh, that doesn't seem outrageous. Yeah. Okay. But um, you know, when I worked on a cruise ship, there was a. It's a couple of year. There was. A, yeah, that's not. Nikki, Nikki, <laughs> Nikki. No, 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 I'm not even up I've there. I've never no. asked you that question. Um, I, don't, I don't know. You don't even know. I know. I yeah. figured. Oh, no, it's not like even up. In the, yeah, a, it's a, not even. A couple a year. Averaging And out. now it's just like because I've pretty much been celibate for the past six years. Really? 
Maybe maybe one guy a year, maybe. Uh, but there were windows. <laughs> but no, one year, one guy a year. You're almost a nun. I'm almost a virgin. <laughs> I'm practically a virgin, everybody. You heard it here first. <laughs> but there were windows in my life where maybe it was like 20 a year. Like there was maybe one year, maybe like, you know, I, I did 40. You know? Wow. That's and, like one a week. Yeah. That's a Maury Povich episode. <laughs> yeah. if there ever was one. <laughs> well. That's a good year. The, the day that I, I think the light shined on me about myself and about women and about sex was there. I, I worked a cruise the, on the SS Norway, which is no longer it's that ship is like history now. And they did a theme cruise. It was a beauty and fitness cruise. The ship holds 4000 passengers. There were 4000 women that chartered that ship for seven days. You were like the only dick on the boat. I was one. We were like raw meat on the, the floor of a of a pit bull kennel, and it was like anybody that had a penis was just like, Arr. and we're talking hundreds of women chasing like any guy they could find. And because I was a comedian on board, obviously I had pretty high profile, so they all like knew me. So it was just like I would have these packs of women that would just surround me and just shuffle me into their cabin and it was just it was incredible but what i learned what was it the ss norway it was the ss norway mm. yeah it doesn't exist anymore but <laughs> but that Hilarious. was a week that was a week where i really discovered myself sexually you I should, also, like throughout your life you should just like chant the ss norway like you should tie that I into told, every conversation so the, the, i remember yeah. the time i was on the ss norway i told my boss like my day job my boss the other day that i was like i'm missing my favorite time in new york fleet week <laughs> i'm totally missing fleet week and he was like what you're the sailors i'm like i love them seamen i love seamen <laughs> dun, 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 zing. you know and he was like nikki oh jesus <laughs> <laughs> but when you had Fleet Week, because I, when I lived in New York, and they would, you'd meet a sail, like it reminds me of like, you'd meet sailors so out, the sailors and they would give you their hat. The town? Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah. And then they'd give you their hat if they liked thousands, you. Thousands, I would get hats, of thousands I, but I didn't of ever. Did and now I'm like, God, I'm racking my brain if I ever slept with one. <laughs> he can't remember. I can't even <laughs> really remember. Oh man, like, my so booze battered brain. Did the but they would dock and come all into the city? Oh yeah, like oh, in hordes and droves. That. Like there's so many. They're and everywhere. they're all just looking for pussy. Yeah, they're all. You didn't get one sample of any. Well, she can't remember. I can't remember. I'm uh. actually thinking about it now. Now, like, that were you really... on the SS Norway at any time? <laughs> <in your life? laughs> I wish they were on the SS Nikki Wands. So Nikki, you drank. You drank <laughs> past the fun. You, did you drink I think past I probably, the fun? But I kept getting hats, which was cool. So because then they give you a hat. I a, can't remember. I had a collection thing. of sailor hats because they would give you their hat if they were like, oh, Wait, I think but you're what, pretty. Just walking down the street, or did you have to go to a function? Or you go to like they buy you a drink, or you get drink or or you go somewhere and you go to bars oh, no they're everywhere in the bar yeah like you just go union square they're you know walking to coffee shop i don't even know that's right i heard it closed that's how old i am how i'm not in new york but anymore. not one sailor said you give me some nikki juice i'll give you my hat yeah oh they said that but it doesn't mean i was gonna nikki juice i like that Oof. it's kind of like <laughs> ew and good at the same time <laughs> i don't like the word juicy juicy <laughs> I, I don't... It gives, it's like it's like moist how people feel about moist Oh, you don't like moist? I don't mind any I don't of those mind words. moist. I don't mind moist, but I no. mind juicy. Juicy? Oh, I like all those words. I don't mind. 
You want to be fine. juicy and moist. <laughs> I like no? them all. I like them all. You don't want to be, what did you say, the box of, uh, of, of <laughs> baking, baking soda? soda? <laughs> that you don't want to be called, okay? But you don't, okay, so if you could take moist over baking soda, what are you going to take? I, yeah, I guess I'll take, well, no, I would, ugh, man. <laughs> juicy or baking soda, Nikki? Oh, I don't, I guess, I bet, I, uh, so anyway, a hard I'm, question. <laughs> So back on the SS Norway. The hard questions this 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 podcast. We bring it up. <laughs> Asking the hard you know, questions here. If any, this, I've thought of a couple things that people could write in about. They could write in now whether they prefer juicy or moist or baking soda, right? And then, but Nikki just made a face. <laughs> Maybe you could write in if you uh, if you've ever slept with a woman and a grandma. And if it was juicy, moisture, baking soda. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also write it if you were on the SS Norway. How many years ago? Oh, and if you slept was, with the comedian. Yeah, this was uh, 91. This was 91. Hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So so the, the one experience that stuck out with me, because I had sex with a lot of women on that week. But the one experience that stuck out with me was I met these four women all married in their 30s. I think I was like 29 or something. And I was working out, I was in shape, and I was diving and doing all this crazy stuff. And, you know, there was one hot mom who just right from day one just jumped on me. So because it's a four-cabin bunk, you know, there was kind of like in the beginning, you know, okay, if there's a sock on the door, you know, I'm doing something with a guy, I don't come in. Then after, like, throughout the week, that rules just like I mean, I'm coming in and I'm sleeping in my cabin. I don't care. You can do what you want. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh, she's in the bunk with you. And then the next one, and she's in the bunk with you. And by the end of the so week, you did all four women in this cabin. I did all four women in this one cabin by the end of the week. The last Each night, individually or ever together. Well, and, and at the beginning of the week, it was like individual. But then with that particular group, it was just an add-on because I was with the one woman. So they were just and, so basically you were you were the train like the stud horse. I was yeah I was like I was the train yeah I was like with the one woman the 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 other uh, woman comes in and then she like climbs into the bunk and then and it was just like are you cool with this so I'm were like, the women sure. doing stuff to each other also or is it a whole no because thing? they were oh. friends they were friends somewhere in the Midwest you know we're talking like PTA you know stellar and they were all going back to their community. husbands what happens on the ss yeah. norway stays yeah. on the ss norway yeah. no, <laughs> these, these were like some serious high society high level women in just their society their community, somewhere in the midwest that decided that they were gonna like do this beauty and fitness cruise because they were very coiffed and and formal nights i mean they broke out some serious formal dresses and they had the mani petties and they spent serious money on the hair. I mean, these were like some pretty high quality women who were married, kids, positions in the community. And I'll never forget, the, the, the last woman didn't want to do anything. She's like, no. And they kept peer pressuring her, like getting her drunk. It's like, you got to get laid. And there's the maitre d', you know, the cruise director, the comedian, he's hot. It's like, you, you know, like, you got it. And she just held out until the last night. And the very last night, the three of them said, look, you're not getting off this ship unless you 
like sit on this guy, suck, do something because we're not going back. Weird. That's we're cool. not that's... going back, and you have something on us, and we don't have anything on you. Oh my god! There is no way. It's like I'm not gonna lose my. You watch them talk like this? I'm in just... the middle of it. You're I'm, in the... I'm I'm naked in the middle, having like, had like, sex with waiting, the three of them already. Waiting for the fourth. And it's just like wow. It was like I was irrelevant. I was not even. I was. The you were blanket. just the. Pa- you were just I was the, the pillow. The, yeah, you were the package. That I was, was the, waiting to be. The... I was the thing. I was the champagne bottle on the on the cocktail table. I wasn't. It's even, more common than you think. I wasn't mm-hmm. even, and I was just. That was the first time that I, you know, I was like, okay, I have never would imagine this conversation in a million years as a guy. Number one. It's kind of like women. Was she trying to be the, loyal to her husband or something? Was she trying to hold on, like, or she just didn't really? She she was trying to be loyal to her husband, oh. but I think also she had. She oh God, was, what a yeah, what a I terrible think, person! I know. I oh my was, God, I want to be loyal to my husband. She, she probably but, was the only one of the group that went home and like struggled to keep that under her hat. But, yeah, like but, the vultures. But, but they also knew that these are not friends. That she. That no. she would, you know, no. because of her conscious, because I think she was struggling more with a conscious thing right, that than she... a loyal husband. Because they all were saying, yeah, well, what about the time that your husband, you know, had, you know, the affair oh. with this? So they but all still, had. still, it's like tit for that's, tat, that's, bullshit. And that's like that's none of their her, business. Yeah, none of their business. It's none of their business. But that, imagine being me on the floor naked. I would be like, with all you girls three, are fucked up. Three, I'd, be like, yeah, I'd be like, peace yeah, but, out. But he's, but he's getting pussy out of it, right? It was pretty much all. You know, and I, you're, I am. And you were down for her. Uh, were they all like super? You said they're all like they fitness and beautiful. They all were super hot. So you were just waiting for the they next were, one. They were super. It was kind of like, I was So past, you're naked, just here, hanging out while they're here, debating whether or not she should sit on your dick? Here, no, here's the thing. Here's the oh. thing. When when you Sounds when grotesque. Yeah. When, when you <laughs> but it's real life and yeah. there's gross things that happen in real life or, or there the, are just things that happen right that, that's life just life is life and there was no for you there was no alcohol or drugs or anything involved you're just sitting there waiting for her no, to make up her mind I, <laughs> whether or not she was and gonna... it's not even it's not even like that that it wasn't even part of the equation for me because on an on an experience like that you start off with the pursuit of, oh, I want to get as much booty, as much pussy as I can. But then, once that starts to happen, the the ambition for that evaporates. And you're now you're just, because now that you know that it's there and you can get it, now you're looking at other things, emotional, mental, other triggers. I don't know that most guys get this type of... Uh, I, they I, I they think, don't. I think you're just like, eh, more pussy. I, that's, what, <laughs> that's what you think until yeah. you know you have a guy that has more pussy than they can get and then they're looking at other things oh re- oh so you didn't like the, the shift in the paradigm for me uh-huh. was i never until that point i had options yeah until that point yeah i was funny and i could get booty i was physically fit i could get booty i was you know i you know i was somewhat attractive i could get booty but it never was like a flood of women from the wedge the spectrum was (laughs) from zero to 180 and because i was exposed to that the you know the drive to conquer pussy evaporated because it was there oh it's just then, so readily available. You'd have to work for it at you all. You'd have to work for it at all. So now you're looking That's at weird. other stimulants. You're looking at other 
things that make you go, oh, she's sexy God. because of this, not because she wants to give me some ass. I'm sure so many guys right now are like, Aaron, I, I'm curious. Like, can you imagine being like floating in a sea of pussy to where you're just like, bah, huh? Ah. No. <laughs> okay, thank you. Not that's, my experience. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm like on that. Like, note. He's literally on a boat in the sea in a sea of, of so, captive audience. So she she uh, eventually came around to you. Yeah. And 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 was she just real happy at the end of well, that, or was well, she? You know, it was cheated like, on her husband and just like, took all of her morals and values well, I, rather than not the window because some catty little bitches that were her friends. Yeah, I, well, at the end of the fucked. day, though, but, it but was here, her decision. But, but, but here's the thing: no, at the end of the day, it was their decision. Because that's like rape. That, yeah, that, that's, that's gross. Fucking gross. It's it 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 is what it is, but it's what happened. But here's the thing: you know, I, I told her, I said, you know, you don't you don't have to do anything you don't want to, just so you know. Of course and she's not. Like, you know, yeah, I know. And the other three is like, you stay out of it. And I was just <gasps> like, this is not your concern. And I was just like, oh, wait a minute. Like, oh. I never thought that I, I could, we a... could watch, we could have a a show where I was actually not. I'm not uh, offended at you. I'm like the whole situation. The whole situation. I find it. Offensive I find too. it. I find it so unsettling that women would do that. I'm very yeah. pro women, and I'm just so like sisterhood and like for women to do that to other women yeah, is so yeah. fucking scathing to but, me but try and the, i hope these women are listening because you're just garbage you try like, you belong in a dumpster it makes try, me so annoying. it makes me like uncomfortable like yeah me too yeah tr but try being me and you have like women here and and i, I didn't lose that all it did was open some doors and windows for me to understand what happens when you witness something like that you rewind the tape in your entire life of every woman you had a relationship with and every woman that you, you know, that, and you, um, you know, you think that, hmm, is there a possibility that there's a bit of this in that woman? And now when you approach women, you, you approach them with more of an awareness. It's like I'm Adam and I took a bite of the apple and now I have knowledge that I don't want. Oh man, you know, okay. I just have a few questions, and then we'll uh, just like. I know this is the, getting. Yeah. yeah, this is getting too weird for me. But did the girl? Did the women leave the room, and you were alone with her, or were they still no. like? Oh, oh! And this is like a coven. No. They're like, no. you have to be initiated into yeah. the no. coven. Yeah. No, because I just, they. I, I just my skin just. No, because they, they yeah, had to see cigarette. They had yeah. to see because because they right. needed to know uh, that they, it oh. happened. This and is the weirdest story, Kimbro. I know, it's and it's awful. But it's like it's. And then, and then, so she slept with you in front of her friends, which she'd watched her friends all sleep with you, up until that point. Yeah, everybody was in the uh, room. Everybody saw everything. Everybody did everything. And then they went back to their Midwest lives, and went back to that, the Midwest you know what? Lives, you know, so, so I as can if say, nothing ever happened. And okay, so the one thing I, I like I can say about this story is that is that everybody, like not everybody, but you, you meet people and they're all so perfect you think oh my gosh your life is so you know perfect you got and you just because i feel like my whole life is just dumped out on the fucking sidewalk but the reality is everybody i guess that like you just don't ever know what goes on you know you just don't, you don't. so i think that's kind of an interesting there's a couple lessons but, that i learned is ugh. you know it's hard to give anybody advice if you don't know what's going on behind closed doors Right, you don't know what goes if on. If you're not privy songs. to that information, then it's hard to give advice. You can kind of give a few guidelines here and there, but you know, unless you're privy to what's happening 
you know, yeah, you with never the know pillow talk on. and behind closed doors. Like when they left that cabin, I, I guarantee you nobody ever heard anything about what happened inside that cabin. You know, ever again. I don't think so. I just I think it adds it adds to a pressure cooker. Yeah. And that's all it is. Like they, they just go back to their lives and it just turned up the pressure and it just keeps cooking until eventually. It and just, how internally how she yeah. probably must feel. Not just her, but also her friends. Well, her friends the whole too. thing. Like It doesn't create camaraderie, maybe within the four women on some level, but not within their personal existence. But, I, you know, I was trying yeah. to, like, I never really talked about this story. You know, this is I think I, I mentioned it to one other person. This is the first time I actually like. <laughs> you probably didn't expect this talk. reaction either. You probably expected no, it to no, be like, "Woo!" woo. No, no, I did. Thing. No, I, I did. I did expect this reaction because over the years, as I processed it, I really was like, "Wow, that's yeah. really kind of messed up." Well, on yeah. so many levels. But you've probably had so many. I mean, you've had a lot of. You've even shared with me a couple of other stories. Remember when you told me like some of the other things you've done? So I, I, I don't know. Whatever, but we got to know you a little better today. Yeah, it's a you know I, I keep the, it, and the I, SS Norway. I keep yeah. it real. They, they got the cruises over. No Omaha horse. They got the cruises over. <laughs> Ladies, if you want to go get some with your girls and have an interesting weekend, Nikki, I I want to tell you what? this right now, Nikki. I'll never. Sex, sex pressure you into anything. I will never sex pressure you either. I oh, promise. Nikki, yeah, I love you. Thank you for hugs. never sex pressuring me. And that's the moral of the story. That is the moral of the story. Don't sex pressure. Don't sex pressure. Um, Kimbro, <laughs> after that story, people want to find you. Where can they find you? You can find me at podbrothernation.com. Um and well, you have a and you have a podcast. You I do have it. a podcast. It's it's uh, the Pod Brother podcast, which you came on, and uh-huh. you were so awesome. It was and fun. delightful, and thank funny you for having me on. Charming. There. Yeah, it's archived, so you guys can see that interview by going to the Pod Brothers. Yeah, uh, Nikki. Um, you can find me all hail Miss Wands on Twitter, <laughs> and you definitely want to follow her on Twitter because she's brilliant on there, and we're having a lot of fun. Oh, with and that. I know I'm like I'm kicking up my Snapchat game, so you can find me on Snapchat. Oh, oh, good. So that's, and my name on Snapchat is Prowl, P-R-O-W-L and Pounce, but you can just find Prowl me. Prowl and Pounce. Prowl and Pounce. But it was an old name, but I can't change it for some reason, so I'm trying to figure it out. Oh. Whatever. And I, I forgot oh, my Twitter, too. I got my Twitter is Stephen Kimbrough, one word, and my Instagram is Podbrother. Awesome. Guys, I'm Lana Turner. You can find me just by looking up Lana Turner, L-A-H-N-A-T-U-R-N-E-R. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. It's the perfect 10. Tell 10 people and um, come listen next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Perfect 10. Tune in next week when we'll do it again. Hit up Facebook and Twitter and tell all of your friends and... Well, you get the idea. Subscribe. Visit our page on iTunes. Leave us plenty of comments and a high rating. Check out our website at perfect10pod.com. We'll see you next week. Suckers.